Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 150 years, 1872 to 2022. Walter Smith will always be considered by many as the manager. We here at Club at 22 grew up with Walter Smith as manager and it is safe to say we all consider him to be one of the most influential figures in our Rangers lives. Smith became the manager of Rangers in 1991, succeeding Soonis. He won 13 major trophies in 7 years, including 7 league titles in succession. He won 8 trophies during his second spell as Rangers manager and guided the team to the 2008 UEFA Cup final before retiring from management in 2011. Smith is the second most successful manager in the history of Rangers behind Bill Struth. Walter Smith sadly passed on the 26th of October 2021. It was a dark day for the football club and the fans who lost a man highly regarded as the best there ever was. Walter Smith will be forever in Rangers history as one of the greats and has left a lasting impression on fans and players alike. It is hard to sum up with words just how much Walter Smith means to Rangers Football Club. The term legend has never been truer about a man. Thank you, Walter. You will be forever missed. Mr. Walter Smith. Hello everyone and welcome to Club Deck Corner here on Club at 22, the Rangers podcast. A week of threes, three goals on Thursday, three goals on Sunday and three of us here to discuss all things Rangers. I am your host Scott Carney and joining me fresh from a a shower in a certain Rangers bar in the centre of uh, Glasgow is Ali Pearson. Ali, how are you? (laughs) I've uh, I've dried off from Sunday, mean Scotia, I had a, Scotia calls it... um, was it Funday Sunday Scotia or Sunday Funday? Sunday, Sunday. Yeah. yeah, and um, yes, we were um, in for a beverage in a, a certain Rangers bar in the town. <laughs> I went to the toilet, then I went to wash my hands, and the tap decided to break. And uh, shit, you know, it was pushing water everywhere. It, the only way I could, the only way I could describe it is as if somebody had a, like a hose or like when you're in the shower and it was just spraying it on you. And it was that way. I had to try and. 
I try to get it off or try to fix it and then nothing was happening and I get absolutely drenched. <laughs> and I come out of the toilet and Scotia seen me. And um I apparently it happened before, I think, in the toilet, but it was um they managed to get it off, but it was um I wasn't wasn't ideal to be honest at nine o'clock at night. You'd be absolutely soaked in a pub. But <laughs> I am devastated I wasn't there, mate. I'm oh, absolutely devastated I wasn't there. Uh, well, it could have been worse, mate. It could have been a pint of beer like that time in the back of the Viceroy, yeah. mate, where I got, we get pelted with a bottle and I got a pint of beer spilt over me for our troubles. Oh, that's brilliant, mate. Uh, Scotia, how's it going, man? Yeah, I'm good. No, that was brilliant. I was standing at the puggy and he just walks out and I'm like, what have you done in there? <laughs> just dripping wet. It was brilliant. <laughs> so that was good. Yeah, I'm doing, I'm doing well. And once again, Great wee intro you done there for um, the gaffer. Um, loved it. Yeah, um, yeah. Obviously, we had a funny story just directly after that. It's never easy to to discuss Walter Smith, but we could. There's no way we could be doing a, a tribute to certain Rangers figures over 150 years <clears throat> and not mention Walter Smith. So yeah, yeah I hope you all enjoyed that. So before we do get into things, just a quick shout out to the our YouTube membership. You can become a Club at 22 supporter from the 99p, and coming soon is our first ever exclusive live YouTube show with our supporters. So there is never a better time to join and sign up. You can also buy the podcast a coffee, just like Gene Scott and Stevie Telfer so kindly did. Thank you so much. Honestly, it's amazing. And Stevie, thank you so much for the, the lovely me- message to go along with it. I really do appreciate that. Uh, and thank you so much again for your generosity. It is absolutely fantastic that you want to support this podcast. Um, if you do want to support the podcast, the links are below this podcast in the description. And you'll be helping aid Scotia's thirst by buying us a coffee. I mean, Scotia's very thirsty. Uh, and as always, please subscribe to the YouTube channel. Like the videos. Two wee clicks for you that cost nothing. Makes a massive difference to us and it really supports our podcast. So, gentlemen, we will start with the draw for the semi-final of the Scottish Cup. Rangers will take on Celtic. The tie due to take place on the weekend of the 16th and 17th of April. So, no doubt it will be Sunday at noon. Um, Ali, thoughts on the draw, mate? I knew we would get them. Saying that was... Well, (laughs) it was was them or the other two. So, it it was... um, I just had a feeling we'd get them in the semis, I did. It's um, it's Easter weekend as well, which the cops will be loving. So it doesn't matter <laughs> if they put it at the Saturday, the Sunday. Everyone's off on the Monday, so they'll love that. So, but no, to be fair, doesn't matter if we face them in the semi final or the final. We're going to have to play them because the likelihood is, even if they'd drawn Hibs and me drew Hearts or something, they would get they would get to the final anyway. So happy enough. It means now there's a possibility. Well, definitely two old firms in April, possibly three, depending how the, the split the split fixtures happen. So Aye. it'll be a it'll be a very interesting April and uh, probably a very expensive April as well. <laughs> More than likely, mate. Yeah, I, I'm I'm along the same lines as you though. Um, you're going to need to beat them at some points. It doesn't really matter what stage of the competition you need to beat them. It's always sweeter in the final. Of course it is. We haven't done that in a while. Uh, but it is always sweeter in the final. But yeah, I, I said to uh, I said to the Masses when the, the draw was happening last night, <clears throat> I actually predicted the Celtic would come out of the heart first. But I was like, oh, but Rangers are Celtic first and we will get them. Uh, there's no no doubt about it. Uh, it kind of sets it up perfectly though. See, as a, as a spectatorship for... Scottish football to have an Edinburgh derby uh, and to have the old firm. I mean, it's perfect on that weekend. It really is. And you just said 
it's on Easter weekend. I get bank holidays now. I could be off that Monday. That's tremendous. Um, Scotia, your thoughts on the draw? Yeah, I mean, I would have taken anyone out of that group because, yeah, like you say, it would have likely have been Celtic if they were in. If it was the Edinburgh and Glasgow teams were split, then it would have likely be both the Glasgow teams going through. But I was surprised, really surprised to hear that that's the first time all these four clubs have been in the, the semi-final of the Scottish Cup yeah, in its right. history, mm-hmm. which, if you think about it, probably the four biggest clubs in the country. Well, certainly Rangers, Hearts and Celtic are probably the three biggest clubs. Aberd- Aberdeen um, fans will love you for that. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but yeah, so that was a bit surprising. But yeah, take Celtic whenever you can and, and beat them, like you say. Like Ali was saying, potentially three old firm games in April. I think there's one game of the like post-split stuff pre-split stuff no post-split split. I was right the first time um, in, the, in March and then the, the second game's on the 1st of May so usually the old firm game post-splits either the first or second game so a high yeah. possibility of that happening but I take it I think the only what I'd said to you in the group chat last night is the only potential wee bit of downside is that with an old firm semi-final you're guaranteed that it's going to be a 50-50 split in terms of tickets when you're playing another side now like I say Hearts and Hibs generally do take quite a good following along but there's that wee bit higher likelihood that you could maybe get some more tickets if they don't manage to sell them out but it'll be about 50-50 so no doubts there'll be people already screaming out for any spares for that game that's the first thing I messaged in the group chat last night I was like how long till people tweet any spares for Hamden Uh, I don't know how the draw is going to work Uh, I lose track of this my jazz thing and I don't know if I'm in with a good chance or not and we're good chance we are I think we are. are we? I uh, so I said to Scotia um, when we were out on Sunday about it, because um, we were talking about it in terms of remember when we played Hibs in the League Cup in the semi-final. I mm. think they split it into five or six tiers in terms of how it worked, and I know, no I are. know, I know we were up quite high in the tiers. So I mean, I, I would expect I know me and Scotia Silver in my years to to get one for it. So. I'd imagine I must be I must be doing quite well as well. I don't keep up in these things. I'm useless with stuff like that, honestly. I just don't really don't keep track of it. <clears throat> but I'd imagine I'm in pretty good chance. So yeah, obviously if Rangers are still in Europe um after after this week, then um it will be the Sunday. Uh that is absolutely it has to be on the Sunday. So uh but yeah, I've got I'm gonna need to ask and work tomorrow, mate. I think I'm off that Monday, which is Excellent, absolutely excellent. Um, right, so we'll move on <clears throat> and uh, we'll speak a wee bit about the game on Sunday, the 3 0 win over Dundee. A rather comfortable performance, uh, and we finally manage our performance uh, on a Sunday after a European tie. Very positive, all round. Uh, I brought a reaction uh, to the game on Sunday, a kind of full breakdown of the game. Um, so if you want a full breakdown, go back and check that out obviously, after listening to this podcast. But I want to talk about the long awaited return of Aaron Ramsey. Um, he managed 78 minutes and played rather well, um, I thought, Scotia. What was your, your thoughts on Aaron Ramsey? Yeah, I thought he looked pretty tidy. I mean, I suppose you've got to take into consideration, consideration the, the level of opposition that he's up against. But it was kind of the perfect game for him to come back in. He did look neat and tidy. Some of the passes were making movement forward really good. Um, he could have, he could have actually got a goal at one point. I think he was unlucky with his shot. Um, but he did. He looked tidy and he got... What, 80 odd minutes, which is a lot more than I expected. But again, that's potentially down to the level of opposition that we've got against, or that we were playing against. So he didn't look too 
far away like he has previously. He does, certainly does look a wee bit sharper than he had when he was coming on for subs appearances earlier, um, a couple of month, weeks, months back. Um, so I don't expect to see him play, or at least start the game on Thursday evening. But, I mean, we're back up to Den's fault on the Sunday. So, again, it's probably a perfect opportunity for him to play, start that game again, get a decent amount of minutes in him. And then I know he's been called up to the Wales squad, so they've obviously got Austria um, in that um, World Cup playoff thing. And then the winners of that game will be playing Scotland on the Tuesday. So, you know, there's a couple of games in there that he'll maybe get some, some minutes to get back up to speed as well. So, no, I, I was <coughs> pretty impressed with Ramsey all round. Or get or get injured. <laughs> or get injured in the game. <laughs> ah, <laughs> yeah, no doubt. Uh, I, yeah, I thought he looked very neat and tidy. I thought, Ali, I think you could see his football and brain. Uh, he's, he might not be up to full pace yet, but he knows when to only take one touch. He knows when to take a few touches and he knows where every player is. And the pass that he sent out to Tav, which eventually led to our, our the Rangers getting the penalty, he was... <clears throat> You could see he's, it's he's getting closer. Yeah, I thought he was good. I mean, me and Scotch had a bit of a laugh just before he jumped in the subway, going into Pace Road, and I seen he was in the team, and I was like, "Oh God!" And um, <laughs> I, I put in the group chat, <clears throat> "Let's all name our minute when he'll, how long he'll last." But I was surprised he lasted seventy-eight minutes. I really, what well, I didn't think he would last that. I know, I agree with Scotia. The standard of opposition in Dundee, they are woeful Dundee, by the way. Yeah. Um, their fans don't even turn out anymore, they're that woeful. <laughs> I'm but, so um, bad, wasn't it? Oh, like, I know, I know. Shocking. Oh, I know. But, um, but no, in terms of Rams, you know, I, I thought he was um, neat and tidy. I, I, he, he impressed me more than what I thought he would, but I, again, he's playing Dundee, <clears> but <throat> I didn't expect him to play 78 minutes. I really didn't. So, Maybe slightly further ahead than we thought, but like I said, like Scotia says, I don't expect him to to start Thursday at all, and I would expect him probably to start up at Dens again on a Sunday. That's interesting. Um, it was something I was going to come on to <clears throat> regarding Thursday night. Um, excuse me, man, I've got a frog in my throat. Um, I do think there's a, a high possibility we will see him starting on Thursday. Uh, and the only reason that I say that is Joe Aribo has looked slightly jaded over the last couple of weeks or so. He, he looks like he's really struggling for maybe not fitness, just sharpness and lasting the entire game. He just looks like he's not he's not quite there. And he probably hasn't looked <clears throat> the same since the African Cup of Nations, since he came back from there. So I, I think there's an outside chance that we might see Ramsey play because... Obviously, we're doing this before the press conference, but if everybody's fit that we expect to be fit, then I think you might get away with playing Aaron Ramsey. Is that a firm no, Ali, for you for him on Thursday? It, it, depends. it depends who's available. I mean, you've, you've, we've got Lundstrom, Aribo and Arfield of the three that were missing at the weekend. If they're available for Thursday, I don't think he starts Ramsey. I think we've got a, a kind of core European team at the moment now. They, they know what their jobs, they know what to do, and um, I think you'll keep a settled team. I know it's not as if you put Aaron Ramsey in and it unsettles it, if you know what I mean. But <laughs> I just think he's got a core. He's got a core team there that, that's worked well for us in Europe, um, especially against Dortmund. Obviously, against the first game of Red Star. So as long as everyone is available, he doesn't start for me. No, that's fair enough. <clears throat> Scotia. 
about, what about you? I mean, we do we have we have had the conversation many a time about him getting game time and when he's going to be fully fit. So I understand where Ali's coming from, but surely we might be shooting ourselves in the foot if we don't give him this opportunity because, as we've just spoke about, there's a lot of big games potentially coming up. Yeah, April's going to be a massive month, but I'm probably similar to Ali. I'm probably more in Ali's camp as well that it wouldn't start. And I don't want to go give away too much of my team right now, but um, obviously mm-hmm. all depending on who's fit. Um, I had another Kenny, someone earmarked report you were just discussing about as well, um, which I can discuss later on when we come to the teams. But I, I don't see him starting. I think he'll potentially get some, some game time depending on how the game goes, but I don't see him starting, if I'm honest. That's fair enough. <clears throat> but as you say, I think it was really just a, a positive to see him, and it was a positive to see him looking much further along his fitness journey or whatever programme he's getting run through at Rangers than we first seen him. Uh, I think that was clear to see. <clears throat> there was definitely a lot more in the tank uh, and the, the sharpness was definitely getting back. So it was good to see him. I think he made a, a good impression and I think he surprised quite a lot of people. Not that we were ever going to doubt it, but I think we were all kind of doubting at what level he was going to be at. And yeah, he, he looks like he's definitely getting there. Pain for all the physios seems to have worked. So it's a good use of your 450 grand a week, eh, Mr. Ramsey. Eh, so yeah, eh, it was good squad rotation on Sunday um, and some standout performances, especially from uh, Sands, uh, who I thought was excellent and I gave him my man of the match. But we also seen young Alex Lowry uh, who came on and got himself an assist for the third goal, uh, choosing the correct pass for Sakala uh, and Sakala slots it away. Sands was involved in the build-up uh, of that goal as well. So, Ali, what your thoughts on um, Sands and probably more so Lowry, uh, but what were your thoughts on they two? Um, Start with Sands, maybe. I was impressed with Sands, to be honest. I mean, me Scotia had a discussion before the game, and I, I said, I don't know about Sands. Is he another Matt Polster? Is that what he is? Oh, another yeah. kind of utility player? But I get not, not We've not seen much of him, to be honest, and he's been chucked in in games where it's been a bit. I probably wouldn't have chucked him in certain games he's been chucked in in terms of he's been at Pataudry the first game, etc. So, no, I, I was impressed with him. Didn't give a ball away. He looked neat and tidy in the ball. Looked calm in the ball. Um, yeah, I was impressed with him. I really was. But I, I, again, I need to bring myself back down and go, it's Dundee, we're <laughs> playing here. Dundee, so, yes. I, so I we'll see what happens. But no, he can be proud of himself for what he did on, on Sunday. I thought he was good. The, the boy Lowry, ah, he's, he's, he's got everything Lowry. I just love the way... He, He's not scared. He wants the ball. He'll drive with a ball. And he picked it. I mean, that pass to Sakala, it was a perfect pass. Perfect weighted pass as well. And Sakala done well to finish it. But I like Lowry. I like the look of him. And um, I'm looking forward to seeing him on Saturday in the B team when they take on Celtic. I'd assume I'd assume he'll be playing that game. Um, so, yeah, I think he's got the world at his feet, Lowry. And hopefully we might see more of him next season. Yeah, I would assume he would play that that game on Saturday as well. Um, however, Scotia is knocking on the door now. There's no doubt about it. Every time we see him, he continues to impress. And Ali said it there. The belief that he has in himself, he's not intimidated. He's not scared. He's got all the confidence in himself. And he looks like he's... I don't want to pile on the pressure on the lad, but a lot of people have been making comments around him and... 
he's going to need his, his chance at one point and every time he comes on he, he, may, he has a massive effect on the game it's this sort of gallusness he's got about him and got about his play that, that, that really impresses me. Like you see it quite a lot with like young Scottish guys that they can have this wee bit about them and you just go, no, you've you've got what it takes. And I think you can mm-hmm. see that with Lowry. I mean, four minutes and on and he was pivotal and you know getting us a goal um, along with Sands. What I would say, what I was thinking about is we've obviously been going like, what's the point in the Diallo loan signing? What's the point in the Diallo loan signing? They're both 18, 19 years of age. And if now Diallo being in the team's going to mean that it's going to push Lowry on even further than he was already trying to get into the team, then that's kind of like an unseen benefit, of an, a costly one, but an unseen benefit in improving Lowry. For him to kind of go, well, no, this is my team, I'm here full time, it's my jersey, you need to take it off me. So that can only be a good t- thing in terms of competition for places. Um, but, you know, Lowry really impressed me. And he, he was, again, obviously, was good when he, we played Annan. So what I'm hoping for is in the league... Obviously, we've only really got Dundee and is it St Mirren we play or Ross County before the split left? So, yeah, St Mirren, yes. Dundee Celtic yeah. and then St Mirren, yeah. Yeah, so you, in those sort of games, you would like to see us, you know, quite in control of the game to be able to bring Lowry on for a, a decent period of time in those games and sort of and show it to impress because when you get to the last six, or, you know, those last five games and post split, then. It's a wee bit more difficult to do that because you would expect the games to be that wee bit tighter and, and nervier. But no, he's, he's really impressed me, Lowry. And then Sands as well. I thought Sands was brilliant um, mm-hmm. on Sunday there. But like Ali said, the, the, the Aberdeen game was the wrong game for him to start. And I think up at Pataudry, first game playing in Scotland, I think that was just the, the wrong game. I, I wouldn't be, be bothered about him doing it now that he's been in Scotland for a period and he's experienced it. But the first game I was, was it wasn't for that. But... He done really well on Sunday, and to be honest, you know what that reason is for. Probably, he had Ryan Jack playing next to him, who just brings mm. out the best and the other players around him. I think so. Um, that that that's a benefit as well when you've got a player like Jack that he can then Sands can do what he wants to do. You're never going to have me disagree with praising Ryan Jack, mate. Ever, uh, I think it's really important. Jack is a. Uh, it, it, Ryan Jack's come back and just cemented his place in this team and if he continues to stay fit he has to play uh, he brings the best out of whoever's playing alongside him and I think that was quite evident with Sands you can clearly see that now obviously and we obviously keep going back to saying it is only Dundee however the level of performance and the commitment that the Rangers showed in um, Sunday it's what you want to see it doesn't matter who you're really playing you should be up in, up in your level you should be kind of Controlling these games in exactly the way that we done—that's that's what we all expect from Rangers on a Sunday. No matter who you're playing, that whoever whoever you're playing in the league doesn't matter. In the cup doesn't make a difference. It's that is that is what we, we should be aiming for. Uh, but I, th- I think Sands did himself no harm at all. Uh, I thought he was really good. I thought he helped control the game. I think he actually did a wee bit more of the dirty work than what Ryan Jack would have done to obviously let Ryan Jack be a wee bit away from the, the battles, if you like. Um, but yeah, if Jack continues to stay fit, um, it's looking good. Obviously, we, we made we made a number of subs. Um, Gio did say after the game that he's not worried about Ken and he wasn't worried about Ryan Jack either, which is very good news because Ken's one looked a wee bit like a slow one, to be honest. It was quite high. Uh, so it's positive, positive all round for that. Uh, we'll speak about James Tavernier. Um Scotia, he's going from strength 
strength to strength just now. Uh, he's probably showing one of the the best runner forms that he's had probably since joining the club. He's been here a he's been here a long time now, uh, but he is truly leading by example now. And is he continuing to prove the doubters wrong just by proving how much of a Rangers captain he is? He's always he's, I've always liked to have, um, but I think there's going to be some certain people out there that'll just they made up their minds straight away and nothing they can do is going to change that, which kind of perplexes me at times because because he's been brilliant. I know we get like comments in the after the videos on YouTube and stuff like that that you can see, and I think it was it was at Dundee Taylor had maybe mentioned about he wasn't too sure about Tav and you know see when Gerard first came in and it was clear Wallace wasn't going to be captain, I was screaming it out for it to be Ryan Jack to be the captain. Gerard yeah. proved me wrong, gave it to Tav, and I think Tav's been a an absolutely brilliant captain. He's, like you've you've said previously, he's not the screamy shouty captain like a Ferguson is. He's calm and controlled and like follow my example on the pitch. This is how you do it, kind of thing. He just gets his head down, plays really well. The wee spell he's going through at the moment's brilliant. I mean, he obviously had a similar spell last season up until he got his injury, where it just kind of upped at that wee level. And if he's doing the same right now, then then that's absolutely brilliant for us um, no Tav's I, I don't know what more I can say about Tav because every time we speak about him I, I, it'd be good if you could get someone that didn't like him to, to speak <laughs> about him and give him maybe a wee bit of different opinion because I think we're probably all the same that we're, we quite like Tav um, but he's been brilliant and see like Sands with Jack playing in the midfield it gives Tav a wee bit more licence because Jack has played at right back before and so whenever Tav goes forward Jack automatically knows exactly where he needs to go and, and drop in and cover that um, position, which he probably didn't have when Jack was out the team. Um, so mm-hmm. maybe that that's maybe no coincidence that Tav's kind of rising improvements has happened at the same time as Jack coming into the side. Definitely, mate. I'm loving this Ryan Jack stuff, mate. More of that. <laughs> more of that. Uh, very good. Ali, just uh, another outstanding penalty. I mean, it was never in doubt, this penalty. I mean... It's unsavable penalties, two in a row, and he's just continuing to kick on and on and on. He's going to be remembered when James Tavernier leaves. I think time might time is going to be very kind on him. Yeah, we said it <clears throat> um, after Red Star game. You're, you're confident when Tav steps up to it. Apparently now, see for some a, a year ago or whatever, not even a year ago, but two years ago or whatever, when you had that wee dodgy spell, you were kind of shiting yourself. <laughs> But yes. he, he looks the way the, the way he's the way he's playing at the moment. Tav, he's just playing with confidence, and he buried that, and that was a top bin. Other corner for where he did one with Red Star, great penalty by Tav, and yeah, he's 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 one of our if not best player at the moment in terms of the last three, four, five games we've played. Um, yeah, he's just he's had he's had a level at the right time to be honest, Tav, because we're coming at a critical stage of the season. I mean, need the big players to be hitting levels, and he's hitting levels at the moment. So, yeah, Scotia said everything about Tav. There's not much more I can say about the guy. He's been here five, six years, whatever it is now. He's, I love Tav. Look at his numbers, look at his assists. Tells a story for me, to be honest, for a guy that cost us two, three hundred grand for Wigan. So, it's not too bad. It's an incredible return that we've got out of James Tavernier, there's no doubt about it. And uh, if the guy that listens to this podcast that sits three rows behind me is listening, he hates Tavernier because even, even when Tav scores, he gives an F-sake Tav, so uh, yeah, maybe get him on. Uh, but no, I, Tavernier is... I've always backed Tav. I, I don't think... 
<clears throat> you can't not appreciate what the guy's done. He's been through the bad with us and he got through the other side and he was rewarded by lifting uh, the title last year. Uh, he deserved that more than more than most to, to lift that title. Uh, and when things get serious and things, the pressure starts to come on us, Tavernier, I think, is the one that is one of the ones that that will stand up to the plate. Uh, but also, I will agree with Scotia. It's because Ryan Jackson, the team, always, always yeah, goes Ryan Jackson. Carney, Tav as well. It's certainly what, why I love him so much as well is because if you remember back to his, his first game, it was the six-two game against Tibbs. And they scored yeah. that absolutely tremendous free kick. I mean, mm-hmm. as soon as you do that in your first game, then straight away, yeah, you're. I'm going <laughs> to love you forever. So nothing you yeah. do after that is going to go against you. That's true. That was a cracking free kick. He still he tries to do that every single time now. When he when we've got a free kick out on the same side, he still tries to do the same thing, and he very rarely pulls it off. But no, um, I think he has had he's had a real run of form, and he is leading this team uh, by example just now. Um, so. Very happy about James Tavernier. Before we move on, um, just quickly, is Gio finding the groove for this team now? Is is he figuring out what system is definitely going to work with the team? And are we hitting the form, hitting form at the right time? Ali, I don't want to. Yes, I understand it was Dundee, but the the performances, Dortmund, um, Red Star, Dundee, and Sunday, we're going in the right direction here. Yeah, it's, it's a lot better. It's a lot better from what we've been watching. I mean, let's be honest, we've been shitting ourselves in the league the last few league <laughs> games because yeah. we've not been convincing. We're not putting teams to the sword. The game against Dundee, I really enjoyed it because I could actually sit back and kind of relax watching that game. It was it was an enjoyable game to watch. Rangers were never in any danger in that game whatsoever. Um I know Dundee aren't great a great team, but that's that's as you said that that's how it should be. That's which Rangers should be doing when they go away to these teams, and they haven't been doing it. But you now I think Europe's given them a bit of confidence, showing them that they are a good team, Rangers, and they need to go out and show it in the league. And yeah, ho- ho- like I said, with Tav, ho- hopefully the team is coming into its groove into the last the last bit of the season, which and it's critical because. I mean, the fixture's coming up for us if we get through to the next round of Europa League as well. It's yeah, yeah, you're playing every three, four days again. And there's Scottish Cups, there's old firms, there's huge games coming up. So, yeah, I, I just hope Rangers have hit form at the right time. Yeah, me too. And I say, I don't want to get too carried away because you know what happens when Rangers fans get too carried away. Or when this podcast gets too carried away, we get slapped in the face. If you want want evidence of that, go back and watch my vlog from the Motherwell game because that was a hell of a slap in the face. Um, (laughs) Scotia, what's your thoughts? Do you think we are beginning to click into form maybe at the right time of the season here? Potentially, yeah, because I've been looking back through since Geo's came in, obviously, before the winter break. Started really well. He didn't really have any time to do anything, so it was like, but it was consecutive wins and drawn with the drawn with Leon. So we're looking good. We came back after the winter break and we looked a wee bit leggy with the sort of Ross County, Celtic, and the Aberdeen games in particular. We didn't look great. Came looked as if we were back on track with the wins against Hearts and Hibs. Got Borussia Dortmund played really well against them, but then the game against Dundee United and like you mentioned Motherwell were really disappointing and. The St Johnston and Aberdeen one nil wins weren't overly convincing, but in Europe we're looking great, and they against Dundee 
on Sunday, we looked really good as well. The way he's been able to change things up, change tactics in games, which has been really evident in Europe. The mix up of the corners that we're taking at the moment as well. You know, we're not continually going for the for the same pass. We've got enough options as well that he can change things about, like I say, in games and change the formation, change the players to give us that wee bit more. So yes, hopefully we are sort of clicking into gear at the right time. The only thing I will say is bloody international week after after the game against Dundee. No, so no, we, we, we kind of get that wee stopping period, which for once, because Scotland aren't actually playing a con- competitive game due to obviously the terrible stuff's happening over in, in Ukraine, it's maybe one of these um, international breaks that I'm not looking as forward to as, as I usually am. And I would, what I would like to say as well, actually, on that Ukraine thing, um, big kudos to the Rangers first-team staff and the women's team that are donating their wages for um, March to the Ukraine Ukraine cause for them, what's happening over there, because without getting too political, um, yeah, it's, it's horrible what's happening over to the Ukrainian people. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, hear, hear me. I, I will echo that. Um, yeah, international break, me and Ali never look forward to international breaks, ever. Uh, never. Uh, and if your Scotland injures Ryan Jack, I will personally hold you responsible, Scotia. I'm, I'll never forgive you. Honestly, I'll never forgive you. So, no, uh, I, maybe it is a bit unfortunate, but I also think it's going to give a chance for a lot of people to be fighting fit for the the rest of the the rest of the season uh, and to get us right in peak form uh, I would like to think uh, fingers crossed anyway um, speaking of good form a word from our sponsors it's time to join the 4 million men worldwide to trust Manscaped who are the leaders in below the waist grooming and can provide you with the right tools for the job to keep your balls thanking you with our exclusive offer go to manscaped.com use the code club at 22 for 20% off and free shipping manscaped are the global leaders in men's below the waist grooming and have forever changed the grooming game with their amazing performance package 4.0 the number one product in the package is the lawnmower 4.0 it has skin safe technology and has an led light in case you want to live life on the edge and shave your delicates in the dark uh, to complete the trimming of said delicates finish it off with crop preserver ball deodorant and crop reviver ball toner scotia's favorite these formulations will have your ball smelling like a king our exclusive offer is 20% off and free shipping with the code club at 22 at manscaped.com. It's time to throw out your old hygiene habits and upgrade your life. What will your ball do, Scotia? They will thank you. They will thank you. Uh, so thank you to Manscaped for the continued support. Uh, and their products really are, their products are fantastic. So thank you. If you use our code, you'll be supporting this podcast. So thank you to everybody that's done so, so far. I was going to try the wee tee up thing, but we could all say at the same time. But because due to the slight delay that happens with Scotia's, he'd probably say it about 30 seconds after me and Ali say it. So <laughs> it wouldn't quite work. I just thought I'd ask Scotia what your balls would do. Uh, right. We will move on uh, to the small matter of the second leg against Red Star Belgrade in the last 16 of the Europa League. Rangers travel to Belgrade with a three-goal lead as we look to get ourselves into the quarter-final. Uh, Red Star also won their league match just there on Monday night by two goals to one, and their manager has sent out a, a call to arms for the Red Star fans to make the difference and be the 12th man to let Rangers feel how in- intimidating their stadium can be. I'm not sure he was at that game on Thursday when we played Red Star. I mean, Ibrox was pretty loud, mate. I mean, we kind of know what loud stadiums are all about. Um, anyway, uh, thoughts ahead of the game, Alistair? It's not dead. It's, I mean... We've got a very, very good chance of going through, but it's not dead. 
again, it depends. I always think that the first goal is crucial. If they get the first goal, it depends how we react. But if we get the first goal, then I, w- I would say if we score over there, I would like to think we'll go through. And I think we will score. We've scored three goals against them Ibrooks. So we know we're more than capable of scoring against them. They, I mean, to be fair, they, they were unlucky at Ibrooks in terms of their goals. But, I mean, they were all correct decisions. They were all offside, but they were unlucky. They hit the bar. Um, McGregor had a couple of good saves, missed a penalty. So they were... They'll probably they'll probably be going back to Bel to Belgrade for last week, feeling hard done by a wee bit in terms of how they didn't score a goal. Probably rightfully so, to be honest. But again, we could have probably nicked a couple more. So yeah, I'm I'm confident, and I, I mean, we should be confident. We're, we're three 0 up for God's sake. Um, but you never know in European football. I've watched some mad European games of football this season, and you see how they go. That PSG game against. Real Madrid's a prime example of how a team just collapses. I don't think Rangers will collapse. I think we'll go. Everyone knows their jobs. Um, and I, I think, I just, I just think we'll play our, our game. I, I don't think I don't think we can go over there and just try and defend. Because I don't think we're good enough to do that, to be honest. So <laughs> no. I'm, no, we're not. So no. if, I'm, if, I'm, if I'm Gio, we go out and we play our own game. Because we've got the pace in Ryan Kent that can hurt them, especially when they're coming at us. So, no, I'm looking forward to the game. And, uh, yeah, I'm confident Rangers can get a result. Oh, that's it. He just said it, Scotia. He just said, I'm confident that Rangers can get a result. <laughs> um, I, I, I think it's mate, I agree. I know, I, I do agree. I do agree, though, because we've got a right to feel a wee bit confident here. The way that the first leg went, if you take Europe, just talk about European results. Off the back of a a, a win and a draw against Dortmund to go into the Belgr- Red Star Belgrade game, win that 3-0. I mean, we're in good form in Europe right now, so I think we've got a right to feel a wee bit confident. Um, Scotia, I hope Rangers don't come out and try and defend because I can't, I, I literally can't. My body can't cope with that. My heart can't cope with that. Uh, but I'll agree with Ali. I don't think we will. Look, I don't think we're going to come out all guns blazing, however, but I don't think we're going to be intimidated, put it that way. No, I would like to hope that Gio's kind of learned his lesson from the, the old firm game a couple of months back there. Where <laughs> yes. That's not, don't, don't play to them, play to your own strengths kind of thing. So obviously, yes, you need to, you can't go all gung-ho and whatnot, but play to our strengths rather than what they're going to do because see the impression I've got like listening to like the press conferences from both managers and kind of the noises coming out from the media in both kind of countries is that I think both teams felt very comfortable that they would get they would be fine at home and they would hope to get something in the away game now we're halfway through we've got the result at home so you know it's back to back to Belgrade what's it called then Macarana, Maracana, 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 something like that. Macarena, yeah. is it the Macarena? No, that's just no, because no, no, that's that's the no, because there's the Brazil stadium, there's the stadium out in Brazil. Is that it's what that's called? called? Is that called well. the Macarena? You're asking me these it's things. It's not called you the Macarena, no. <laughs> I have terrible <laughs> football knowledge, mate. Honestly. <laughs> That's why I've got you on the podcast, Scotia. <laughs> I can't remember right off the top of my head, but I should. People in the comments will slag me for it. They'll they'll be able yeah. to tell us correctly. The McCann, um, I think. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But um, no, I'm. F- I feel Rangers can go there if we play to our strengths. Then I'm fairly comfortable. Like Ali says, 
think we need need a goal, and I think we will get a goal. I know we were speaking to Ryan after the game last week, after we'd finished recording, and I think we were all the same. That um, as long as we get the get the, the goal next week, then then we'll be fine. Um, we, we all thought so. Hopefully, we can do. It. I did notice their game that they played yesterday afternoon was against the second bottom side, so they, oh, and then they were, they were they were one nil down, and then can we scored two goals either half either side half time. But their starting lineup was pretty much there was just one change from the starting lineup that faced us, so they went with a really strong team in that game. So I don't obviously I've tried my hardest to find stats and statistics from the game and stuff, but couldn't find anything anywhere. It was just the you know that way it just shows you the one two one goal and stuff like that. That's all it showed. So I don't know how that game kind of went in terms of were they playing really poorly or were they just one of these games where you just take it really easy because you've got a big game coming up I don't know but it was interesting that they didn't really make any any rotation for their yeah. game so yeah and we, we managed we, we have done so um, I just say I think Rangers should be feeling good about the time um, I, I won't, it won't be a gimme um, however I, I just we should have more than enough not to concede three or four goals to make this tie go any further, um, is my personal opinion. I think there's enough in our squad to, to be able to not concede three or four goals out there. Uh, and yes, I think they'll score. However, I also think we'll score. Um, I think we'll, we've got every opportunity of scoring as well. So, yeah. And yeah, Ali, you're probably right, Ali, when he said that he's... he's they may be feeling a wee bit hard done to. That can also have a negative effect, effect as well, because they're kind of like, oh, we should have got more. And they might be a wee bit down on themselves. Who knows? Uh, I cannot wait for the game. I generally can. It's one of those games where I like... It's so strange because to a neutral, it's like, our Rangers are 3-0 up, it'll be fine. But to us, it's like, oh my God, <laughs> like we're 3-0 up. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's like a different level of how you feel. And I can't wait to sit down and watch a game. I'm really, really, really looking forward to it. I, I, I can't... I can't wait for it. Um, but it's a big match and it is definitely something to be looking forward to. Right, teams. Um, Ali, you can go first. Uh, again, it all depends who's fit. But I'm going with the exact same team that played Red Star at Ibrooks with Glenn Kamara. And there's, I think Glenn Kamara is, um, has been decent recent and I think he kind of... Should keep his shirt. Scott Arfield is the obvious one to come in, I think, for Kamara, but I don't know how fit he is. Um, so for me, I'd keep the exact same team that played at Ibrox. I think they've earned it. So, like he kind of did against um, Dortmund, I think he played the same team at Ibrox. So I would keep the same team. Fair enough. Um, Scotia, are you going along with that? Yeah, pretty much the one person that you spoke about him earlier with Aribo looking a wee bit kind of jaded at times and could maybe do with a rest one thing that I'm thinking about is should we have a player like Sakala playing out there to give us an extra outball because you know the Red Star will need to go Red Star need to come and score three goals really or four goals to, to win the tie so we having Sakala there as an extra outball that speed might be advantageous so I don't know I think I probably tend to go with the team that started last week but I potentially seen Alexis Sakala getting thrown in there for, as an extra outball. Fair enough. Um, I don't know if I should read my team. It'll probably give you the fear. Um, I think it'll be McGregor, Tavernier, Goldson, Balogun, Bassey. Basing on uh, who I think might be fit is Lundstrom, Jack, Ramsey, Kent, Morelos and Sakala. 
uh, and I think Aribo will obviously be on the bench. Uh, I think Sakala will play because we would be really quick on the break and being quick on the break might be a good thing because Belgrade will have a right go at us. I also think they will be slightly wary though that we do have Ryan Kent, we do have Alfredo Morelos and when they'll obviously have watched the game back, when we do drop into the the three five two, 2 think Kent and Alfie become kind of left and right to each other. That's frightening going forward if we manage to get a break of the ball with that. So, yeah, I, I think that'll be my team. I'm only putting Rams in there because why not? <laughs> I mean, it's about time. Do you know what I mean? Like he plays in a big game, so why not? But it, it will be a Rebo. Uh, I've got no real doubt that it will be a Rebo, but I would play Sakala over uh, Kamara or Arfield just to give us a bit of pace on the break. Maybe something to look at further into the game, uh, but I can totally get the arguments for sticking what we already had. Ali, your score prediction? <laughs> um, they'll score, definitely. Yes. But let's say you says I think we'll score. I'll say what I think it's going to be. I know I'm on a Rangers podcast, everyone likes to say we'll win and all this, but they'll beat us 2-1 and we'll go through an aggregate. There you go. And if the goal scorer for us will be Ryan Kent. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you will have to score. <laughs> it's got to happen. Yes, it has yeah. to happen. 100%. Scotia, you are score, mate. <laughs> Excuse me. I felt so sorry for Kent when that boy cleared it off the line on Sunday oh, there. His face just went, what have I got to do? <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, I think they'll score as well, but I think we'll score. I'm going to go for two all. But see, when you were saying there about the Kent and Morelos, had flashbacks to the Dortmund game where it should have been 3-2, so that wouldn't surprise yes. me. But going, going for two each uh, on Thursday evening and Alfie to score first for us. I'm also going for a Desmond 2-2, two, two, mate, um, and Alfredo, to Kent, uh, Alfredo and Kent to score. Uh, I think we're all just saying that they're going to score, so we're setting ourselves up to accept it when they score. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's like, no, we knew, we knew they were going to score, it's fine, we'll just we'll carry on, we'll carry on, we knew they were going to score, but no, it's a it's a massive tie, and I am really, really looking forward to it, it's, we could be in the, we could be in the quarterfinals uh, of the Europa League, absolutely superb, and then you you start to dream, you really do start to dream, uh, so yes, that will that will do us, um, we usually wrap up there, but obviously we'd, we'd, we will finish with our 150 years Rangers figure for this show. And it is Walter Smith. Uh, Walter Smith was and is a massive part of our illustrious history and is really up there with the best that there has ever been. Ali, it's hard to try and sum up Walter Smith, but your best possible terms, mate, your your thoughts on the effect that Walter Smith had on Glasgow Rangers over our 150 years, or part for his part that he played in our 150 years. I've, I've grown up with him through nine in a row. I've, obviously, his second spell as well. He's 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 always the gaffer. Doesn't matter who's in charge of Rangers. I know it's from Broncos to but I always refer to it as Walter Smith as the gaffer. Privileged enough to meet him in Scotia. I've met him. Great guy. But um, I, I don't know what else you could say about Walter Smith. I think he sums up Rangers. I haven't about what Rangers stands for. Walter Smith and a man is Rangers in terms of how he conducts himself. Dignity, class how Rangers should be, and he kind of sums Rangers up, to be honest. So, yeah, that, that's that's where I remember Walter Smith, and he is, he's a true Rangers man, and he represents our football club um, to the highest, highest degree. 
Yeah, I, I can't. I can't disagree with that. I never will disagree with praise for Walter Smith. It's um, yeah, it's, it's it's very difficult to put into words. Um, as you all know, I'm not the best at speaking the best of times, but to try and sum up what Walter Smith means to Glasgow Rangers, it's neon impossible. It really is. It's it's hard to do so. Scotia, your thoughts on the effects Walter Smith had over a hundred or during his spell in our hundred and fifty year history, mate. Absolutely massive, and I mean it was kind of it's fitting that you had Bill Struth on last week and or the last time we done this, and then and then Walter today yeah. because for me they're like the two two biggest managers that we've had, and certainly personally Walter Smith's a bigger one because obviously lived through it all, seen it all. Um, yeah, I'd be saying everything that we've said before. If no one's no one's seen it, we done a wee um, tribute pod for Walter Smith, the, the three of us, and Ryan was on it as well, just talking all through Walter's sort of time at Rangers. So if he's on it. If you are interested in that, I, I would suggest go and have a wee listen because that was quite a, a nice pod to do and kind of get everyone's memories on him. And you can tell through that what he, what he meant to us personally. So, um, yeah. Yeah, that, that pod was good because we, we deliberately tried our best to not be about the, the passion of him. It was to celebrate his life more than it was anything else. Um, me and Ali... Bravely still, mate. I say, came on and tried to do a podcast, but we found out what would have passed. But the the pod that we done to dedicate to him was a right laugh. It really was. I absolutely loved that podcast. It was a, a cracking one to do. So please do go check check uh, that out. It's back on the the channel. So that'll do us um, tonight. Uh, obviously, just finishing up with Walter Smith, literally a true Rangers legend, uh, and he deserves to be remembered in our 150 years. There's no doubt about that. Uh, Ali, thank you very much for your time, mate, and watch out for taps. <laughs> I know Ryan's <laughs> down at Cheltenham, so I hope he's watching himself down oh, there. So, um, I bet he's enjoying himself down there, flinging money about. Hopefully he wins, but um, no, I'll, I'll be watching taps from now on, but I'm look, looking forward to look. <laughs> Looking forward to Thursday. I'll, I'll be very wary when I'm in that toilet again. So, um, aye. Hopefully, hopefully lightning doesn't strike twice. But um, no, I look forward to Thursday. And also, uh, myself and Scotia are oh, going aye. to the the B team game on Saturday at one o'clock at Ibrox. So I'm looking forward to seeing that because last time we seen the B team, the team they played was absolute dire. So oh, it's yes. quite hard to judge them. So. I'm looking forward to seeing them against, obviously, I mean, the Celtic B team will be very close to our team, to be honest. So I'm looking forward to see a competitive game. And I think me and Squash are possibly talking about doing a wee video for it as well. So we'll maybe bring you some reaction to the game as well. That would be great. I might be there. I still don't know. Not 100% sure, but I forgot about that, mate. So well done. Dead professional, this podcast. Uh, Scotia, thanks very much, mate. <laughs> Yes, cheers. Thank you very much. Um, looking forward to Thursday evening and hopefully after that. I mean, I was looking at it, you'd like to think, looking at all the other results in the Europa League at the moment, you would say Rangers are like the, the prime contenders to join Leipzig in the quarterfinals just based on the, the score. So oh, hopefully our predictions God. are right and we'll like have a, a right laugh on Thursday evening. When we're I got a very awkward... I got a very awkward <laughs> feeling when you said that. I was like, "Oh, hang on, that's not quite right." But you, you, mate, as I say, as an outsider looking into it, you would hundred percent say the same thing. Uh, brilliant, uh, great, great laugh tonight, lads. Absolutely superb. Uh, thank you to everybody for tuning in. As always, please like the videos, subscribe to the YouTube channel. We will be back with a club reaction pod after the game on Thursday night, where we hopefully celebrate Rangers being in the quarter final of the Europa League. So until then, um, enjoy the rest of your week. We are Club at 22, the Rangers podcast, and I'll speak to you all next time. Cheers.